right, right? What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Hey, welcome, friends, to another episode of the Amber May Show. And I brought Dr. Artis back onto our program because the last time I had him on a couple weeks ago, we started diving into the ingredients in the flu vaccine. And is the flu vaccine right for you after you learn this information? I think if we're going to make an informed consent, we need to know what are the side effects that could happen when we take a medication or a vaccine. And so Dr. Artis did a deep dive on the flu vaccine especially since we're in the middle of flu, I thought it would be a great idea to have him come on and deep dive into what goes into the manufacturing of flu vaccines. And I think you're going to be shocked. If you didn't catch those uh, episodes before, I encourage you, wherever you're listening to this program, you go back and you find those episodes. If you're on the radio, make sure you go to the AmberMayShow.com and hit the Rumble page or the Podbean page, and you're going to be able to find those episodes of what we talked about before so you can be caught up so we're going to talk about some more things that you are not probably aware of that is causing spinal issues neurological issues uh obesity issues that are found in the flu vaccine and remember it's supposed to support our immune system. Well, I hope you'll like, share, and subscribe and share this episode far and wide. If you believe in what I'm doing, please become an angel investor. And the easiest way to do that is going to theambermatio.com, hit the resource tab, and donate whatever you feel you can donate. Or you could be a $5 monthly subscriber by going to theambermatio.locals.com. That really helps support our program. And I really help, uh, want to thank you on from the bottom of my heart for doing that. I always add more information and more content. Join me on Telegram at The Amber May Show. I'm on True Social Amber May, Frank Social Amber May, and Clout Hub. Find me there as well. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to Dr. Artis. to welcome my friend dr brian artist back to the program thanks for carving out time today to spend with us well i'm so excited to be here with you guys and i uh, hope amber you had a great weekend it sounded like you did being a part of a fundraiser for some and for others which is very exciting i think and uh i'm excited to be with your audiences again yeah i'm I, you know you you taught us a lot about the flu shot and i think we're going to continue that conversation because there's more than just the mercury that can cause cancer so i cannot wait to learn more about what you have to share with us today yeah, I'm super excited. I love uh, presenting and educating and then finding nuggets of truth that either exposes a deception that everybody needs to understand and know or provides a warning. Mm-hmm. And then other beautiful uh, revelations, I think, are those that provide hope and antidotes for those things that uh, most of us were unaware of. And for all of you who've ever gotten flu vaccines in your whole life, you probably you were probably unaware of a single ingredient in any of those things they've injected you with. And mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like most, like my wife, uh, 40 years ago, she trusted her medical doctor who said before, right before going to college for the first time, you should get a flu shot. She mm-hmm. got her flu shot and within 48 hours was falling asleep 
randomly while driving, while working, while doing, and she developed and was diagnosed with something called narcolepsy that she battled with for 40 years. And then she started, then she developed tinnitus out of this, which was ringing in her ears that has never left. And now she, and this is 40 years later. And then she also developed something called Raynaud syndrome as a reaction to the vaccines. And Raynaud mm-hmm. syndrome is, you ever see these people, their fingertips will turn white, pale white, or start to turn purple and black uh, when they're in cold environments. And I'm not talking Antarctica. I'm talking you're in a room with air conditioning. Your fingers it- will all turn blood bloodless white and uh it's very painful and it feels like they're going through hypothermia and this is a circulatory disease where the heart's no longer able to push blood all the way to your extremities and when you get cold to any degree the body will shunt all the blood from your arms and legs and into your your body just like Mm -hmm. it does in hypothermia and this is something she's dealt with as a reaction to the toxins in the flu vaccine 40 years ago so wow it's very exciting to take audiences through what i've built out as I've dug into what, what are the ingredients with the flu shot? And the reason for this, as I introduced in the last presentation, the only reason why I looked into this is because December, the first week of December of 2023 was announced to be by the CDC, the national flu vaccine awareness week. And so I figured if the CDC was making sure the whole world was aware that flu vaccines were available, and all the benefits, I might as well make you aware of what the problems can be from this vaccine. So, and what is published to be known is in the shots by the CDC. And then I take you audiences, including my audience at the show.com I take audiences through what is published to be harmful and reactions of disease and death outcomes from each of the ingredients in the flu vaccine. So whenever you're ready, I can launch back yeah. into it. In just a second. Um You'll have to hit present um, for me to get that. But in just a second, I wanted to talk to you just just briefly on disease X, okay? Because sure. we know that they're going to keep coming up with pandemics. So tell me your 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 thoughts on disease X that they talked about at the World Economic Forum with the World Health Organization. Yeah, so this disease X, as far as anything I've actually referenced and seen, there's this uh, problematic lung infection and disease that's coming that's actually already started going around the world. And this disease X is actually linked to a form of bacterium, bacteria that is causing a respiratory infection, like a bacterial pneumonia kind of scenario. So that is what you're reading about and what I've heard about and what I've had shared with me about syndrome X. And just so y'all know, every cell in the human body is designed to produce something inside of what is called mitochondria. Mitochondria in every cell of your body is designed by God to manufacture something called hydrogen peroxide. And hydrogen peroxide annihilates every form of gram-negative bacterium, which is what this form of bacteria called uh, symptoms that they're calling disease X. These negative bacteria, negative gram bacteria, are completely annihilated by oxygen. Hydrogen peroxide and ozone therapy and ozone uh, hyperbaric chambers provide more oxygen to the body. And those bacteria cannot live in the presence of this oxygen. So you're either going to help your cells manufacture hydrogen peroxide. How do you do that? You actually supplement two things, copper and magnesium. So if you supplement bioactive copper, copper one or copper two is the form that goes inside the cells. Your cells now can make in the mitochondria with the help of copper. Now you can make enough hydrogen peroxide to protect all your cells from bacteria, viruses, funguses, and parasites. So 
That's the blessings of feeding the body what it needs. Where do we get copper and magnesium? Typically, we get these from the foods we eat. Green leafy vegetables. Beef has some, but not very much. But uh, primarily, it's in our vegetables. Now, vegetables are rooted plants in the dirt. And in the dirt is where copper and magnesium are found. So in order to get it in your body, you have to eat the food that it's in or you're going to buy supplements uh, that it's been isolated or manufactured and put into. So I recommend everybody get on copper and magnesium to help offset the, the detrimental worry of disease X. But there's another syndrome X we're going to talk about here in this flu vaccine presentation, okay. actually. And, and do uh, you think this is gain of function? This disease X? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, they are engineering bacteria, yeast, funguses, venoms, viruses, whatever you want to call them. They are engineering these pathogens to create disease outcomes. Why? They make the most money and profitability off of scaring the crap out of you and making you sick. Mm -hmm. They're presenting you with an antidote they call a prescription drug or vaccine. So this is a wonderful ploy. The pharmaceutical industries, why do they want to own the media? So they can scare the crap out of you so that you'll buy into their other products that they sell <laughs> called drugs and vaccines. So yes, I absolutely believe this is being engineered. The fear is being engineered. Uh, if you actually had food grade hydrogen peroxide in your medicine cabinet, none of y'all had to be afraid of disease X ever. If you had copper and magnesium and sufficient adequate amounts every single day, buy copper, buy magnesium, take the recommended doses and eat your fruits and vegetables every day, you wouldn't be worried either. I am not worried. Why? I supplement those things. This is the research I do 24 seven is how do you keep the body protected from outside toxins and infections. And it's absolute. You keep the body healthy. <laughs> it, it, those things don't affect you, even if you're presented with them. So it's mm -hmm. like it's like police officers running into a, a building with gunfire. If they put a bulletproof vest on, they know they've reduced their risk of dying by being mm -hmm. hit by a bullet. That's mm -hmm. something easy you can do before being exposed in the building to bullets flying around. No different with you. There's invisible bullets. They keep calling viruses, bacteria, fungi. If you want to protect yourself, put on your life vest. Put on your bulletproof vest. What is that? Natural solutions to immunity. How do you do that? You feed stuff that keeps your immune system strong and up, and you avoid things that suppress it and turn it off. There are things that take off the bulletproof vest. There's things that put it on. And uh, just so you know, vaccines take it off. They suppress your immune system. Drugs suppress them. They shut it off. If you eat processed foods, it shuts it off. If you eat sugar, it turns off your immune system for a total of four hours, any amount hmm. of sugar, refined sugar. So there are things you can do to turn off your immune system to take off the bulletproof vest and make you now susceptible to danger. Or you can avoid those things and put on your armor, which would be make sure you're supplementing and eating good foods, getting rest more than two hours of sleep a night. Clay Clark, that was for you. Yeah, <laughs> More than two to three hours a night, every single night, you need rest. Six to eight hours typically is the average human being needs that much adequate rest to support its immune system's ability to produce enough cells to protect you in uh, the rapid firing of viruses around the world, bacteria that they're going to tell you in the media are continuing to be released or spread. So those are some of the recommendations I have. Cool. So, thank you. You're welcome. Let's get into it, sir. So let's get into it. All right. So let me share screen here. I will start to present to you. Share screen. I'm going to share my screen. And let's go to, I'm going to go do entire screen share. All right. Do you see my screen? I do. You see my CDC schedule? Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. 
All right, so we're, we're continuing with what you need to know about the flu vaccines. All right, so this is table two from the CDC's own website, their own vaccine schedule for adults. At the top, you'll see in a red box, I enclosed the title, Recommended Adult Immunization Schedule by Medical Condition or Under Indication, United States 2024. To the left, you'll see a list of vaccines. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see different scenarios of health listed across the top black part of the screen. You'll see pregnancy is the first column after vaccines. Uh, so in pregnancies, you will see they have a code, a legend of different colors that represent different things. So the next screen here shows you what those colors mean. So if you would like to reference those, yellow means recommended for all people, uh, the vaccine is. And then you'll see things like red. That means contraindicated or not recommended. So those are the different scales of these things. Uh, I want to just show you what they're recommending. The third vaccine from the list from underneath the word vaccine, you'll see COVID-19, IIV4 or mm -hmm. RIV4. And then the next one is LAIV4. LAIV4 is, is actually stands for uh, attenuated influenza virus 4. So it's a combo vaccine for the flu. You'll see pregnancy. It has a red. I want to, I want to state this for everybody. There is a red noted color underneath the word pregnancy. That means it is not recommended for pregnant women to get the flu shot. So don't get it. Then you get to immune compromised. Do y'all know what immune compromised means? Uh, mm -hmm. It has an abbreviation underneath it that says included HIV infection. Well, immune compromised does not just mean HIV. Do you know that immune compromised means anybody who's taking a steroid drug for pain? Do you know prednisone, which is a steroid, is known to be an immunosuppressant, meaning if hmm. anybody you know with rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, uh, arthritis of any kind, fibromyalgia, if they're being put on prednisone for the rest of their life to manage pain, their immune system is being turned off by that drug. Hmm. That means you are no longer a candidate for the flu vaccine. You're, are, you are immune system compromised. Steroid drugs are immune system suppressants. That's what they're titled. So you'll see if you're immune compromised, tell your medical doctor if you're on prednisone or steroids, you should not be given the flu shot. Because and does this um, also go for asthma medications like albuterol or I don't know, is budesonide, uh, is, that, yes. is that a steroid too? Yeah, great question, Amber. So all corticosteroids are considered immunosuppressants and budesonide, the inhaler that was beating COVID, that those inhalers for asthmatics, if they're corticosteroid based like budesonide is, it is immune suppressant okay. as it gets inside your bloodstream. So remember, even Dr. Richard Bartlett was brilliant at articulating this. There's this thing called cytokine storm in the lungs, this immune inflama inflammatory reaction in the lungs that so many people with COVID were uh, reacting to. Mm -hmm. And what he found is when you inhaled budesonide, it shut off the cytokine storm. The cytokine storm was being created by your immune system. So budesonide being a corticosteroid suppresses the immune system which helped to alleviate the symptoms and improve people's ability to breathe, reduced mucus production in the lungs, which made their oxygen levels on their pulse oximeter go up almost within minutes. Hmm. So these steroids can be beneficial. You just need to know it should be very much in the short term. Budesonide was not being recommended for COVID to take every day for the rest of your life. Right. Which no one should. All steroids suppress the immune system. So you can use it in short intervals to improve symptom outcomes for a patient. But if you're on it long term, like every autoimmune patient is, and a lot of asthma patients are, mm -hmm. if they're on a steroid-based inhaler, 
which most are not. But if they are, like things like budesonide, if you're on that every single day, you are definitely immune compromised. Therefore, you would not be a candidate per the CDC's own documentation for a flu vaccine annually. Hey, I'm going to get to that thought in just a second, but right now I'm going to take a quick break. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. <gasps> when I invented my pillow, it had everything you never want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. Now's the time to go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your MyPillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. MyPillow.com. I'm Clay Clark. I'm a very pale male, and you're listening to The Amber May Show. Hey! Hey friends, new variants means new vaccines and even more scare tactics. You know, Dr. Peter McCullough gets asked all the time, how do I get this out of my body? Well, Spike Support Formula is the only product I've seen that contains ingredients researched to block and dissolve COVID spike protein in the bloodstream. Whether you've got the shot, you're watching research pour in about vaccine shedding, or you've had a bad bout of COVID, Spike support is a serious concern. And while we won't truly know the extent of the devastating effects for many years, there is something you can do right now to protect yourself. Hundreds of people, vaccinated or not, have reported better mental clarity and increased energy levels. Head to twc.health slash Amber May to buy the wellness company's spike support formula and get back to feeling your best. Use promo code Amber May at checkout and you will save some money. So that's twc.health slash Amber May to save some money at checkout. You are listening to the Amber May Show, and now we return to the show already in progress. Then I want to show you men who have sex with other men. It's in purple. They recommend one dose annually for those people. And then you'll see uh, asplenia complement deficiency. I don't even know what that means. But those people that have that condition, you're not recommended to get a flu shot either. But they do recommend... Heart or lung disease patients, kidney failure, end-stage renal disease patients, chronic liver disease patients, and diabetics still should get the flu shot. And it's in orange. Orange was here. You'll see down at the bottom. It's a precautionary. Might be indicated to get the flu vaccine still <laughs> if you got those diseases. Now, by the time I get through this presentation, anybody with lung diseases, kidney failure issues, none of you should be on, but should be receiving the flu vaccines. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. LAIV4, live attenuated influenza virus 4 is what that stands for and when it is the recommended. Those are the actual disease outcomes at the top. Now let's go to uh, thimerosal. Now these are the shots we reviewed, Amber, last time mm -hmm. that had thimerosal and it's linked to every type of lymphoproliferative cancer, if you remember. That includes non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, B-cell cancers, T-cell cancers, and all leukemias. Mm -hmm. All right. So these are the reminders of the flu vaccines by name that have mercury in them that causes cancer, including all leukemias. All right. So you have a is the first one. Flu zone is the second flu cell vax by name is the third 
And then the fourth was, there's also a fourth one, but I didn't include it right here. All right, so excipients. This is a the excipient summary on the CDC schedule. It's titled Vaccine Excipient Summary. Excipients included in the U.S. Vaccines by Vaccine Appendix B. In addition to weakened or killed disease antigens, such as weakened, killed, or parts of viruses or bacteria, vaccines contain very small amounts of other ingredients called excipients. You'll see in bold here, substances used in the manufacturing of a vaccine but not listed as contained in the final product can be found in each package insert but are not shown on this table. So there's other ingredients. You might want to check your packages. This is just the CDC's vaccine excipient summary. Just wanted you to know there's other ingredients. We'll get into those at some future show. The excipient summary is basically a summary of the ingredients found in vaccines, correct? Exactly right. Okay. So these are any ingredients added to the vaccines that are not the virus. They're telling you they're actually putting in there or the bacteria. All right. So here, let's start with this new ingredient. We already went through the, the mercury and thimerosal ingredients last time. Mm -hmm. So let's now look at a fluria. Fluria, again, which has thimerosal, also has an ingredient called hydrocortisone. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so does fluad. It has hydrocortisone. So does fluerics. Hydrocortisone. Wow. These are all these are all flu vaccines. Okay. Now, hydrocortisone <laughs> is an immune suppressant. I just told talked to y'all about steroids. Steroids mm -hmm. shut off the immune system. Isn't that odd that in three of the nine flu vaccines, three, that's a third of the brand name flu vaccines, they, they put an immune suppressant in there. Yeah, and it's weird. When they're trying to boost your immune system against the flu. <laughs> exactly. They're trying to boost your immune system. Put this in there. Okay. Seems very odd to me. All right. So let's look at hydrocortisone, which is an ingredient in a third of all the flu vaccines that the CDC actually uh, promotes. All right. So in Spine Magazine, I found this document, this research study from 1985. It's almost 40 years old. The effects of hydrocortisone on the vertebral cartilage plant plate in mice. All right, so what does hydrocortisone do to the spinal column of mice? May 1985, first sentence. Together with other side effects, the clinical use of steroid appears to produce disorders in the spinal column, especially in young patients. Okay, I want to bring y'all back to the Please. title. Amber, let's read the title together. This whole study is about the effects of hydrocortisone, of hydrocortisone on the, on the spinal column in mice. mice. Yep. Notice they're not talking about mice in the very first sentence. No. They say, together with other side effects, the clinical use of steroids appears to produce disorders in the spinal column, especially in young patients. They're talking about people, wow. not mice, people. Now they're giving flu vaccines starting at six months old yes. every year of your life but they know this causes spinal disorders. All right, so especially in young patients. Now, I didn't even want to read any further. I was so excited to find that in a mouse study about hydrocortisone injections, they published the very first sentence, the reason why we're doing this study is because hydrocortisone in young people causes spinal disorders. Wow. Okay, great. All right, well, let's keep going. By hydrocortisone treatment, the whole of the cartilage plate, cartilage, which is the discs between your vertebrae. You've heard of disc disease, spinal mm -hmm. disc disease. All right. So by hydrocortisone treatment, the whole of the cartilage plate decreased in thickness. So now you have degenerative joint disc disease. It is shrunk. Mm. And the two cartilage layers of the inner zone and the superficial layer of the outer zone became thinner. 
and the calcified or ossified layer of the outer zone became widened. So the bone's now growing, which is arthritis around the edges. You've heard of bone spurring? That's mm -hmm. what you're seeing. These changes were more significant in mice treated with larger doses and for longer periods. The results suggest that degenerative changes induced by steroids in the cartilage plate may suppress the growth of the spinal column and make the cartilage plate susceptible to mechanical stress, causing back troubles, which are often seen in children undergoing long-term steroid treatment. Oh, man. Interesting, right? Yeah. And again, right. going back to what you said, they want us to start giving our kids a flu vaccine at six months old. Six months old. Wow. How many children do you know worldwide have ever complained of back pain? Scoliosis is a massive problem in children and teenagers. Yes. That's the curvature of your spine that is yes. caused by hydrocortisone being injected. I already know a young lady who had to get surgery on her spine because of scoliosis. Yeah. Have you heard of spina bifida? I mean, these yes. are other spinal disorders. I mean, there's there's a lot of them. So it's very unfortunate that inside three of the nine flu vaccines, I find there's a drug that they are studying in mice because this drug that's found in the flu vaccines, hydrocortisone, is known to cause spinal column disorders in children. Mm. All right. Well, they're injecting children with these. Well, three let me ask nine. you this. I know we're on the flu vaccine, but do you know if they're in the other childhood vaccines too, just this cortisone? It could right be. Different? Yeah. Okay. There's other ingredients I'm going to go through in this presentation today that are also in other vaccines, but this hydrocortisone, I did not dig into yet in other vaccines. Okay. But the fact that the other ingredients I'm going to go through here are found in almost all of the vaccines, it's mm -hmm. most likely in many of the other ones. Okay. The key here is as a parent or a grandparent or a guardian of a child, Amber, now you know there's an ingredient in three of the nine flu vaccines. And if you know what those named flu vaccines are that has hydrocortisone, you can now have a powerful conversation with your medical professional who's telling you your child needs a flu shoot, a flu shot. Mm -hmm. And you can go like this. You know what? I've heard there's three of the nine that have an ingredient that cause can cause spinal column disorders. And those three by name are these three. Do you have any of the flu vaccines that are not these three? Because I don't want those going into my child. That is a much more powerful. For sure. I need to ask another question because oftentimes I'll tell the women that are pregnant or, or, or we saw that in it, that list, it said not to give flu shots to, to pregnant women. Right. Right. Oh yeah. But oftentimes we're told as, as women, I remember I was told to go get a flu shot cause I was pregnant. So oh, every pregnant woman in America is being told to get a flu shot. Yeah. I remember that. And thinking nothing of it, but like wanting to protect my baby from getting the flu or me getting the flu. Cause it'd make it harder on my body. You know, sure. it's, it's not fun to be pregnant and sick. Um, so do you think that will go through, um, the placenta to the baby and possibly start developmental issues in the spine? Um, do you think 1, that's a possibility? Amber, I'm glad you brought that up because when I mentioned spina bifida, these kids are born with their spinal cord, not fully closed. So their spinal column is their spinal cord is outside their body. Yes. If you get a flu shot, during pregnancy, any of these three that have hydrocortisone in them, and you didn't know which one you got? No, I your don't. child was born with spina bifida. This is just an example or hypothetical. Mm -hmm. If you don't know which one they are, but you have a child born with a spinal column disorder, um, wouldn't you like to know if you were given one of the shots that have an ingredient in them while you were pregnant that leads to neural defects like spina bifida, spina bifida occulta, scoliosis? Mm -hmm. 
um, degenerative disc disease in a child. And then referencing here, Amber, they also mentioned it affects the growth plate of your vertebral uh, spine. Your spine and its growth rate dictate how tall you're going to be. So this is a drug that can create a shorter than normal kid. If uh, there's, there's, I know parents of kids that are short who believe their children need to be taller and they're doing spinal surgeries on them and even breaking their femurs. I'm mm. not joking. Doing surgeries to grow femurs longer. So these kids can be taller and not be picked on the rest of their life. Mm. And this could totally be a reaction to growth plate damage of children's developing spinal cords, spinal columns, muscle, uh, bone structure, and there's an ingredient in the flu vaccines you're being told it's starting at six months old. They need to have injected inside of them. Mm. In fact, the flu shots are only one of one flu shot before COVID that was being told to you. You needed to receive every day or sorry, every year of your entire life living on American soil. So from birth till being buried in the dirt in America, living on this land, you need to have the flu vaccine injected inside of you every year of your entire life. Mm-hmm. And we are the most diseased country in the entire world. Mm. All right. So we got spinal column disorders from hydrocortisone. I decided to go to drugs.com and find out what are some of the published side effects of hydrocortisone that they know from human trials? What happens to people with this drug? Are there any other weird, dangerous side effects that I should let my audiences know about? Well, here is on drugs.com, a list of the most common side effects of hydrocortisone. And so you'll see aggression, anxiety, blurred vision, burning, dry, itching skin. You will see discharge, excessive tearing, dizziness, ear congestion. I mean, how many children are dealing with ear infections? Mm-hmm. And and then tubes in their ears, surgical. Mm-hmm. Irregular heartbeats. Oh, how many people have irregular heartbeats and arrhythmias? Mental depression, mood changes. How many how many people want depressed children? Mm. You, you can have them if you get a hydro, hydrocortisone in your flu shot. Weight gain. I mean, how much obesity are we seeing around the country right now? Right. Young children. So weight gain, unusual tiredness or fatigue, chronically tired children. Trouble sleeping, trouble thinking, swelling of the fingers, hands, feet, or lower legs, sore throat, sneezing, shaking, runny or stuffy nose, restlessness, uh, pounding in the ears, numbness and tingling in the arms or legs. That sounds exciting. Who doesn't want their arms and legs tingling 24-7? Mm. Noisy, rattling breathing. That's called pneumonia. All right. Other side effects of hydrocortisone. More common are hives, increased appetite. Talking about the obesity and weight gain. Large, hive-like swelling on the face, eyelids, lips, tongues, throat, hands, legs, feet, or sex organs. That's called angioedema. Puffiness or swelling of the eyelids or around the eyes, face or lips. Angioedema. Just so y'all know, angioedema is 100% caused by venom. Hey, I'm going to get to that thought in just a second, but right now I'm going to take a quick break. In the early 1900s, like in 1920s, 30s, you with $20, you used to be able to buy an entire men's suit. You could get the handkerchief, the tie, the vest, the jacket, the pants, the belt, everything. And you could also buy that with a piece of gold. Now, in today's standards, you can't buy much with $20, maybe a tie, maybe that's it. You could not even come close to an entire men's suit with a $20 bill. However, if you still had a piece of gold, you could still buy an entire men's suit with that piece of gold. See, silver and gold have intrinsic value, and it's had intrinsic value since the beginning of time. It's always been a currency around since the existence of man, gold and silver. So why not protect your investments and protect your earning power by owning some gold and silver? And the easiest way to do that is contacting Jim Tewell at epswealthmanagement.com. 
That's Edward Paul Sam, wealthmanagement.com, epswealthmanagement.com. Give him a call and let him know you'd like to have some tangible assets in your portfolio. You'd like to have some gold and silver and, and he can help you do that. So if you're ready to protect yourself and protect your investments, then go ahead and give Jim T. Will to call whom you've seen on our program at epswealthmanagement.com. Let him know Amber May sent you. I'm Abe Hamaday and you're watching the Amber May Show. Hey friends, I want to tell you what I recently did. I broke away from the big three. I was tired of the woke mobile and I wanted to go to a Christian conservative company that I could trust that support the organizations that I value and that is Patriot Mobile. So when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Amber, you are going to get free activation. It is super easy to get started to switch from the big three to Patriot Mobile. They'll walk you step by step. It is not difficult at all. And I've had tremendous service since I made the switch. So I recommend if you want to vote with your wallet and, and support a company that supports your values, go to patriotmobile.com slash Amber and save on a free activation. So that's patriotmobile.com slash Amber. Now the links are in the description below or on my website at theandermayshow.com slash promo. So check that out. So it's time to vote with our wallet, ditch the woke mobile and go to a Christian conservative mobile. And that is patriotmobile.com slash Amber. You are listening to the Amber May Show and now we return to the show already in progress. Oh, so it's almost as if you get like um, um, allergic reaction to something and you swell up. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And that's a side effect of hydrocortisone. Wow. And all of these side effects, by the way, are listed side effects of the flu vaccines. So it's probably because hydrocortisone is in there or whatever. All right. So now let's look at what they publish at drugs.com are musculoskeletal side effects of hydrocortisone. Aseptic necrosis has been reported most often to affect the femoral head. I don't know about this, if y'all know this, but the femur is the long bone in your thighs and your hip joint is where the femur attaches to your hips. Well, aseptic necrosis is a public side effect of hydrocortisone. I don't know if you know what that means, but that means no more blood is flowing into your femoral head. You know, the big ball joint of your hip that your entire leg walks on. Mm. So when they do hip replacement surgeries, they replace that whole junction. Mm-hmm. They know that aseptic necrosis is a side effect of hydrocortisone. It destroys the femoral head. And have you heard, Amber May, of older people walking and then all of a sudden falling and breaking their hip? Yep. That is actually not what happens in the majority of the cases. They don't fall and break their hip. They fall because their hip breaks while they're walking. That is because the femoral head has died, which is what this is called, aseptic necrosis. If you'd really like to get a visual of what this does and how this, what this does to the femur, there was a really popular athlete in the 80s and 90s named Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, everybody knows Bo. Bo Jackson was running in a football game playing for the Los Angeles Raiders. Somebody grabs his leg and he, with his other leg, pushes to try to pull his leg that's being held onto by another guy. He mm -hmm. pulls his leg out of his socket and rips the blood vessels from his femoral head. Bo mm -hmm. Jackson was that strong. And he didn't know that the injury was this bad. But over the next several weeks, no blood was coming to the bone of his femur and his femoral head died. And he had to have a hip replacement, a total hip replacement. He was told he would never be able to play football again. And he still played professional baseball, was the first ever athlete to play professionally any sport with an artificial hip. 
he received an artificial hip because of aseptic necrosis trauma in an NFL football game. But this is a disease process that can also occur in children and adults from hydrocortisone. Also, they published that hydrocortisone causes weakness and wasting of the proximal limb and girdle muscles. Oh, really? So your shoulders and hips muscles will start to die and waste. They go away. Corticosteroids, which we were talking about earlier, Amber, which hydrocortisone is. Corticosteroids inhibit intestinal absorption. Oh, so now you can absorb nutrients and increase urinary excretion of calcium, leading to bone reabsorption and bone loss. That's osteoporosis, people, from hydrocortisone. A lot of women have that problem. Yep. And every woman is being told every year of their life they have to get a flu shot that has hydrocortisone. Postmenopausal females that continue are at a risk of loss of bone density. 16% of elderly patients treated with steroids for five years may experience vertebral compression fractures. Mm. This is your bones in your spine collapse. Do you know how they fix these people? Either with surgical fusion with rods, screws, and brackets, or one of their favorites right now is to fill your vertebrae that has collapsed. They fill it with concrete. Oh, God. Literally, they insert your bones with concrete, fill them with concrete, replace them with concrete. Now you have a little concrete vertebrae in your back. You like concrete? Oh, fantastic. Wonderful. That sounds fun. Sounds like a wonderful thing, right? What about yeah. your immune system reaction to hydrocortisone? Now, this is all from drugs.com, not from the Dr. Artist Show. I'm reading off of the medical online prescription drug database, drugs.com. If you inject someone with hydrocortisone or they swallow hydrocortisone, you'll see impairment in cell-mediated immunity, increased susceptibility to bacterial, viral, fungal, and parasitic infections, immunosuppression, opportunistic infections from mild to leading from mild to fatal, a reactivation of TB or tuberculosis. I'm glad you brought this up because you know what I just learned? That a lot of us in the United States deal with fungal and parasite infections and nobody really talks about that. Nobody. Um, I think you and I talked off camera one one day that a lot of times if you're a uh, if you have a pen in the home, it could bring parasites. But man, this could just this just this shot of the hydrocortisone. I'm looking at that and it can increase the fungal infection and the parasitic infection. Um, so can we talk just a little bit about um, the side effects of if this goes untreated? Because nobody talks about that because we're a first world country. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about this first. Let's just talk about the screenshot you're looking at right now still. Yeah. All right. It states here that the immune system side effects of hydrocortisone is to shut off your immune system, making you increased susceptibility, making you more easily susceptible to bacterial, viral, fungal, and parasitic infections like you just reviewed. Amber, what is the flu vaccine supposed to be helping you to prevent and make you getting less susceptible? Getting the disease, to? getting the flu. It's supposed to help your body fight off the flu. And what I'm hearing so far is your immune's going to be suppressed, so you're not going to do that. That's what I'm hearing so far. Am I correct? Yeah, exactly right. So they state here that hydrocortisone increases a person's susceptibility to viruses. Oh, really? Terrible. What's the flu, Amber? A virus. It's a virus. Okay. What's the next word after parasitic infection? Fungal. Immunosuppression. You see that? Oh, immuno. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yes. So they say you need to get a flu shot to boost your immune system against the flu. But the drug in the flu vaccines, three of the nine, suppresses your immune system mm -hmm. to fight the flu. 
and increases your ability to now be more susceptible to all bacteria in the world. E. coli, Enterobacter, Klebsiella, Salmonella, makes you more susceptible to other viruses, HIV, rhodiola, uh, uh, all kinds. COVID. COVID. What about fungal, which you just talked about? These are candida, yeast. Now you're more susceptible to that. What about parasitic infections, roundworms, tapeworms, protozoa, and flukes? Now you're more susceptible every time you get hydrocortisone in your body. All right. Fungal infections and parasitic infections, as you mentioned, are hugely common in America and 100% ignored, feels mm -hmm. like. So parasitic, parasitic infections, 100% ignored. Fungal infections, not so much. There are some that we're aware of that are actually talked about a lot. And the only time you ever hear them is when someone's trying to sell you a drug to treat them. So, for example, remember uh, John Madden, the old football coach and mm -hmm. uh, sports announcer? He had these very popular TV commercials for a antifungal foot fungus spray called Tenactin. And his phrase was tough actin Tenactin. Yep. Spray this on your feet and you can kill foot fungus. <laughs> so you had foot fungus, you had toenail fungus that they were saying this stuff could treat. You also have what are called vaginal yeast infections. These are very women common all the shared time. between women and men, uh, even sexually. And it's a huge problem. Candida and yeast is a massive problem in America, just like parasites are. And for people who are on corticosteroids, prednisone, hydrocortisone, you name it, uh, you are now more susceptible to all of these infections. In fact, I have uh, my mother-in-law is on steroids, has been in, since her 20s. She's now 92, 93. She has been on these uh, drugs for 70 years, and she has reoccurring UTIs, pneumonias, infections 24-7. And that is because her immune system has been continuously turned off by these drugs that do that. And it's inside your flu vaccines. So if women have a yeast infection and they're married, can their husband now get a yeast infection? Or 1, is it just, huh? 1,000%. 1,000%. Okay. All bacterial infections and fungal infections are communicable. So they can be spread okay. from one person to the next through sweat, through kissing, through sex, through touching. doesn't matter. Yes, uh, they also can breathe it, share the bacteria, but it's usually through touching, uh, sweating, and shared uh, sexual fluids that it does that. Absolutely, 100%. In fact, anybody that's got uh, any uh, candida or yeast infections and you're still struggling with those, uh, there's a way to easily cure all candida issues. I found there's actually a great product online called Biopurity Extract. And uh, it's actually spearmint it. oil and black seed oil in a okay. liquid extract. Uh, my wife actually dealt with yeast infections, uh, vaginal yeast infections, I think 30 something years before I ever mm -hmm. met her. And it literally wrecked a lot of her life and uh, was embarrassing, smelly, made her not want to go be around people, mm -hmm. made her not want to ride her horse, which she loved, but she did anyway. And, uh, but it would always make a, a worse outbreak of the yeast infections. When I put her on biopurity extract about 12 years ago, she's never had another ever single moment, second of smell, odor, yeast, uh, film, uh, or discharge whatsoever. And it, so, do you take that orally, the biopurity extract? Do you take that orally? You do, yep. In fact, okay. it's very potent tasting, so you always have to dilute it. Do not squirt it straight in your mouth like I did <laughs> after my wife was drinking it diluted. You can put it in eight ounces of distilled water and drink it, eight drops in distilled water or a dropper full, whatever you want to do, but eight drops to 10 drops is plenty. 
Uh, you can either put it in eight ounces of water or put it in empty double O size capsules. And we only put it in capsules. So we buy empty capsules, take the lid off, squirt eight to 10 drops in it, close it and take it. Oh, you uh, don't put any olive oil or coconut oil in that ca capsule? No. No. Okay. Nope. No, we've never done that. So uh, those extracts are extremely beneficial. So I always recommend two capsules of those a day, eight to 10 drops each time or in water and drink it twice a day. Uh, but you're going to do that twice a day until all your symptoms are cleared. Then after that, I just recommend one daily dose of that forever. Okay. And my wife has done that every day for 12 years now. Never once, not one time has there ever been an outbreak. Her diet never changed or uh, uh, nothing had to change. All we did was add in these, these ingredients in what's called biopurity extract. If you go on Google or go online, type in biopurity extract, it'll come up. The companies like Ozone 3 or something like that. Ozone Purity is what it's called, I believe. But you can purchase it there online. Uh, and it's an incredible product. So anyway. And yeah, because thrush is a fungal infection that's from the candida. And a lot of people get that. And so, yeah, this is a parasitic infection. So if you are a pet owner, I know you had told me that the likelihood of you getting a parasite is high. And so you usually take some type of regimen, you and your okay. wife, to make sure you don't have this infe this infection. So if you're taking a flu, flu shot and you're around your pet, there's a good chance you're sitting with a parasitic infection right now in your gut. Exactly right. So every time they're injecting your animals with vaccines, what's in those vaccines? And are they suppressing your animal's immune system and now making it easier for them to spread diseases to you? In fact, Amber, I'm convinced the reason why we're seeing so many pet movies, dog movies, documentaries, cat movies, dog. I think the whole reason why there's such a push in Hollywood to promote dogs being adopted or everybody has a pet in their home is because they know they can engineer bacteria and yeast in our animals and our pets through vaccine agendas in pets that so many of us have already accepted is every animal needs to get their vaccines on time. Right. So they can use the animals as shedding bioweapon hmm. factories. And they know you're going to sleep with your dog, kiss on your dog, hug on your cat and dog. Right. And they are going to spread their now toxin producing engineered bacteria and yeast into your body. Thank you for joining us today on the Amber May Show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And if there's someone that came to mind, please share this episode with them. Please follow us on Telegram at the Amber May Show, True Social Amber May, Frank Social Amber May, or Clout Hub. I can't wait to see you next time on the Amber May Show. EBSRA LLC is a registered investment advisor. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investment involved risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategies discussed.